Can you introduce yourself? My name is Severo Martinez, and I'm a board member with the Eurock Association, or Terra, and that's a neighborhood nonprofit in Eurock focused on community improvements. Yes, I know who you are. I mean, I know your organization. I know Eagle Hi. Rock. Hi. Oh, this is Dorothy Wong. I went to one of the workshops that yeah. you guys hosted on Eagle Rock Boulevard, Visioning mm-hmm. Eagle Rock Boulevard. Yeah, that's what I was calling uh, to talk about. Yeah, you one do great the, stuff. One of Tara's recent initiatives that just wrapped up was called Brock the Boulevard, and it's this effort uh, aimed at making one of the local neighborhood commercial corridors, uh, Eagle Rock Boulevard, more uh, pedestrian-friendly, more inviting for people to shop and dine locally and to just spend time in the neighborhood. Did that happen already recently? The last community meeting for that was held on uh, May 31st, and that was the fourth meeting in a series of uh, community workshops. And there were also some uh, individualized, smaller stakeholder communication with local groups like the Chamber of Commerce or uh, a local uh, senior housing facility that's uh, very prominent and adjacent to uh, E-Rock Boulevard. How did it get started? Like I said, Tara is very much focused on making neighborhood improvements and you know, kind of supporting the more uh, livable neighborhood. For a long time, the group uh, was focused on uh, land use issues, preservation. It was founded when uh, historic buildings were being torn down for like two-story strip malls. And then uh, around 2008, maybe 2010, there was a lot of discussion about uh, the streets in Igorok. There was a very high-profile incident in which um, these two cars were speed racing down Colorado Boulevard, one of the other commercial corridors in the neighborhood, and uh, they crashed and several people died. I think that was kind of the catalyst for thinking about what can be done about the streets in the neighborhood. Colorado Boulevard, you know, it's a parallel to the 134 freeway, Mm -hmm. and sometimes people use it to bypass the freeway. There was all this discussion and momentum. So that ultimately culminated in an initiative to calm traffic on Colorado Boulevard. And that was called Take Back the Boulevard, kind of reclaim it from speeding traffic. That initiative resulted in uh, bike lanes, uh, new crosswalks, and um, the group applied for uh, grant funding. And uh, we're going to be seeing curb extensions coming in, new traffic signals. But one of the number one comments or one of the common questions people raised during that process was, what about Egrock Boulevard? Because there's always been a lot of focus on Colorado Boulevard because it is the main commercial corridor uh, with kind of the most pedestrian-oriented storefronts, and Mm -hmm. the neighborhood has a Colorado Boulevard-specific plan, which dictates how buildings interface with the street. People rightfully asked, what about Egrock Boulevard? So roughly a year ago, a little bit more than that, the Egrock Association started seriously thinking about, okay, how can we approach doing something on Egrock Boulevard? The organization had had the success with Colorado Boulevard, and there was definitely a lot of interest in uh, going beyond that. But the group knew that we would need funding to bring a consultant on board to help facilitate a community process, produce materials, and put in a grant application. The first step was trying to secure enough funding to even have a process. Just to do um, the initial design work and try to come up with some ideas of what to do there? Or? Right. Well, we, you know, we could have a conversation, but if it wasn't going to result in a concrete plan, you know, it would kind of be for nothing. So through uh, communicating with the local neighborhood council, the Chamber of Commerce, um, the council member's office, uh, and uh, Occidental College, which is located in Eagle Rock and is 
kind of just around the corner from Egrock Boulevard, we said to them, we want to take on a similar process for Egrock Boulevard as we did for Colorado Boulevard. Could you help us with some funding? Our group only has so much money. And between those four groups, we were able to get enough money to bring on a consultant to help us with the process. Once we had the funding secured, uh, then we announced to the community, we heard you, we want to do something about Egrock Boulevard. And one of the first exercises was trying to come up with a name, because we didn't have a name at that point. And through reaching out to members of Terra and through social media, we just asked what would be a good name for this. And the one that seemed to be very popular was Rock the Boulevard, you know, kind of a, mm-hmm. a play on Rock Eagle Boulevard. That's great. Yeah. I, I liked it. Caught my attention. I don't live in Eagle Rock, but I'm like, what's this Rock the Boulevard? What are you guys well, doing over there? Yeah, when you said it, I thought I'd, I, I, that sounds familiar to me, but I couldn't think of what it was, actually. I, you know, what's interesting is that Occidental is involved, and Occidental happens to have, as I understand it, some really great uh, urban planning, programming, right? Education, like they're one of the top schools. I, yeah, I and then that. I think uh, the infamously famous uh, Jeanette Sadikhan, however you say her name, she's an mm-hmm. Occidental graduate. And isn't uh, our president or former president yeah. still the president in my mind <laughs> many others? Yep. So what a great school of progressive thinking, I think. Yeah, it's really... I guess is the point. Yeah, it brings something to the neighborhood that I think uh, is mm-hmm. aligned with, with what you all are trying to do, Severin. Yeah, so, yeah. so after you... Uh, all voted on that awesome rock, the boulevard, then what? Then the E-Rock Association formed a steering committee that would be focused on this initiative, you know, that would attend and organize community meetings. And uh, on that steering committee, we had uh, a few of our current board members. We had a representative from the Neighborhood Council. We had two people that were involved with the Take Back the Boulevard efforts because they had a lot of valuable insights to offer. And we had a representative from the council member's office on the steering committee as well. Who's your council Uh, member? Jose Wizar, Council District 14. Yeah, and Jose Wizar is supposed to be doing a lot of good things in general. Yeah, he's been super supportive of this initiative. So after we had the name... The steering committee started meeting uh, regularly, and then we eventually brought our consultant on board, and uh, she started attending our meetings. Then we came up with a timeline of how we could have a a good community process and still be able to um, submit a grant application in time for uh, this current state active transportation program grant cycle, which is due in uh, July. Yeah, July 31st. Right? I think so, yeah. Yeah, that's the big date. So we ultimately ended up having one community meeting once a month starting in January. We had our first meeting in late January. Mm-hmm. The council member was there. It was to kind of remind everybody what we had done with Colorado Boulevard, to hear some initial thoughts and feedback about what could be done on Egrock Boulevard. That was followed by a meeting a month or so later focused on identifying issues and strengths with the boulevard, you know, what people like, what did they not like, and people started offering some ideas at that stage, but uh, really it was a meeting after that where we had workshop to identify specific solutions based on the corridor. It's about a mile-long corridor from York Boulevard to Colorado Boulevard. It's also about a mile wide. <laughs> yeah, it's enormously wide. It used yeah. to have a, 
a streetcar running down it. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was one of the issues and potential with the boulevard. People said, well, it's so wide, but we don't feel like it's living up to its full potential. One of the main opportunities that people identified for the boulevard was uh, implementing uh, protected bike lanes. Mm-hmm. And with Colorado Boulevard, we had installed bike lanes, but they weren't uh, protected. They weren't between the, the parked cars and the sidewalk. Yeah, so a lot of people said, you know, we would prefer something that provides greater separation and puts the bikes between the sidewalk and the parked cars. Yeah, it's the right way. Mm-hmm. And uh, with all the comments and feedback, and we had also had an online survey circulating, which over 500 people took, and every meeting was publicized in the local newspaper uh, that's circulated in Northeast LA, and uh, the council member was letting people know about it in his weekly newsletters, and Tara was notifying people in our newsletter about updates and opportunities for input, and um, yeah, ultimately, there was a lot of support for calming the traffic and uh, implementing measures that could help promote more walking and biking. Who did you work with as a consultant? Who, who was helping you with the engineering aspects of it? Yeah, how did you choose that person, too? So our consultant was uh, Deborah Murphy. Oh, uh, sure. Los Angeles Fox. Uh, the. Yeah. Wow. She's the Good founder choice. of yeah. Los Angeles Fox that has her own consulting firm. Ah. And uh, due to our truncated timeline and her success with securing extra transportation program funding, she was the best candidate to, to work with the organization. And, you know, it helped that she's somewhat local as well. And we were really excited to bring her on board and... Her team helped develop several elements the community had asked for. So in addition to protected bike lanes, there's going to be a pedestrian plaza at the corner of York and Eagle Rock and Alumni Avenue. Those three streets intersect at a corner, and right now there's kind of like an awkward traffic island, but that's going to be redone and made more pleasant. Yeah. I have a question. If, mm-hmm. if I may, I did uh, through your amazing uh, social media campaign and outreach. I don't even live in Eagle Rock, and I found out about what you guys were doing somehow through mm-hmm. either Eventbrite or social media. Uh, well, I guess Eventbrite is kind of social media too. I live in Altadena, and I've also been uh, really active with um, what's going on in Pasadena. And I did ride my bicycle on Colorado on the infrastructure that's there. But what a great opportunity that you had to develop one strategy and learn from that strategy that can probably get improved as well to then improve on Rock the Boulevard. But I was really impressed that everyone through the different levels of training, I don't know if you did uh, walk audits or, you know, those types of on the ground analysis, Mm -hmm. but it's amazing that you had full rooms, the tables were full of people, and everyone is working together, open-minded, and knew what uh, all these terms, they knew what, uh, oh, well, put a bioswale over there. And what you were talking about, you already talked about a, what you call it, a ped porch, or <laughs> I forgot what you called it. But, you know, these are things that when you look at other cities, the residents are, are sort of deer-eyed. What are you talking about? What is this stuff? So yeah. having that whole process. You're educating the community. Yeah, is like above, again, we were talking earlier about 10 million people in Los Angeles County. And for Eagle Rock to, you know, really organize, what an amazing thing that the rest of the United States or whatever, but L.A. that seems to be behind in a lot of places on what's going on. You guys have done some amazing work in a role model. Uh, But did you actually do uh, walk audits as part of your lead into this? Analysis. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Um, 
something we had definitely considered, but ultimately didn't feel like we could deliver, mm -hmm. <laughs> just given the sure. short timeline. Yeah, everything but, was in the classroom then. I mean, in the <laughs> meeting the, space. You know, mm -hmm. People in the neighborhood like to say their piece and come to meetings, so uh, we knew that just given the small town nature of Eagle Rock and everyone's past exposure to uh, take back the boulevard, there was you know some familiarity with what these different elements were, and mm -hmm. people certainly didn't need to walk the boulevard to know some of the issues that were raised throughout the process. So really where, great. Yeah, where is it now? What's going to happen? Uh, what's next for this? So okay. our consultant is currently working on developing our active transportation program grant application. We're also putting together a vision plan, which will kind of go beyond this grant because the grant is focused on uh, transportation and safety, uh, but through the process, people mentioned a lot of great uh, beautification elements as well that uh, they would like to see happen on the boulevard, but aren't necessarily eligible for this type of funding. Mm -hmm. So the vision plan will kind of cement all these concepts as other grant opportunities become available for different things like urban greening or some kind of beautification effort. I'm curious, Severin, uh, a friend of mine works with Deborah named Siobhan Burke. Is she working on this with you? Is she part of the team? Yes, you know? she okay. was uh, part of Deborah's team and okay. uh, helped put together a lot of the graphics. Oh, what a and, coincidence. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or is it? Mm. That's true. Well, <laughs> I have just one more question. Did you do any demonstration projects? Are you looking to do anything like that uh, in the near future? If anything, it might become kind of like a phase one, phase two type thing as we await or anticipate or pursue funding for, you know, some of these uh, cost-intensive elements like widening mediums or concrete-separated bike lanes. If anything, uh, I think what we might see are kind of these types of improvements made with temporary materials first, mm -hmm. and that will, you know, hopefully happen sooner than later and be in place until actual landscaping and hardscaping can occur. Yeah, how do we follow yeah, what you're say, doing? How do we stay in touch? I'm yeah. glad you asked. On Saturday, June 23rd, there's going to be an open house at Eagle Rock City Hall from 1 to 3 p.m. It's going to be uh, the location's 2035 Colorado Boulevard. There's going to be an open house there to kind of share what the finalized elements are. And if you attend that, you can definitely get on the email list, or you can follow the initiative on Facebook. There's a page, Rock the Boulevard, Eagle Rock. And, uh, you know, as we find out whether or not our application was funded or what the next steps are, uh, we'll be posting updates there. Wonderful. Have to look for that. Well, thanks, everybody. Claude, Dorothy, Severin. Yeah, yeah thanks thank for you. filling us in on this project, Severin. Sounds great. Bye. I wanted well, to give him a rah-rah. Yeah, he's really... He, he's, I was like, wow, yeah. it, it is really amazing. Uh, yeah, what they're going to do. Because if you look at uh, so many different places, literally next door to Eagle Rock is Pasadena, and they're trying and things are moving, but it's, you know, it's such a conservative. It yeah. really does, uh, you know, represent where your community's at and what their priorities are. But how you actually hold meetings, um, that was really great. Um to see how engaged the community was in what they wanted to see. And I, I saw uh, the councilman, and he was standing behind listening, like good councilman, right? <laughs> and seeing what was happening. That was really cool. He, he's, he's, I think Wezar's, yeah. he's, a, he's a team player in some way.
so that was great. I was inspired. I left there so inspired. So I'm excited. Hopefully, busy day on Saturday. In a week, the Royal Seiko weekend concerts going oh, yeah. on, and uh, a Royal Seiko festival. I'm yeah. I'm going to be doing a fun uh, workshop on environmental stuff. Well, what is it? So this is really exciting. How do we engage people yeah. to what we like, what we care about? Yeah. Better bicycling, safer streets. Yeah. This wacky world of social media, like Rock the Boulevard. What a great name, yeah. right? Yeah. What is this Rock the Boulevard? So I'm going to basically be um, working on uh, some issues of urban wildlife that get sick based on what we do with yeah. not letting them have open space. So I'm lucky to live next to two watersheds. Uh-huh. We're calling it Our Watershed, Arroyo Seco Hahamangna. And I'm going to play off the hashtag of the Arroyo Seco weekend uh-huh. with hashtagging Arroyo Seco. So hopefully when people look... They go, what is, what? I'm at a concert. What? What is this? This is the watershed. What are these plants doing in here? (laughs) And then um, really the county is um, working for flood control. So they want to empty everything out. But it's literally a haven of life for plants, uh, wildlife, birds, and um, recreation. And it's the gateway for bicycling and so forth. So we're going to have some fun workshops. the 23rd. And the bio blitz on the 23rd. Wow. Save Hahamangna, I'm okay, calling it. Or, or hashtag Arroyo Seiko. That's great. Search that and you'll be able to find the fun. ArroyoSeiko.org. Save Hahamangna. That's hard to spell, but just Google it. And uh, that'll be a fun thing. And then um, on June the 30th, we're going to have the Nature for All beer series. Mm. So environmental. We'll have bike valet at both of these events. Please come on your bicycle. The Save Hahamangna, you can do a bicycle ride, and then we're using the iNaturalist app to capture plants, wildlife, water, recreation. And then we're going to create a little blog package, um, social media, capturing iNaturalist. And then we'll be able to then um, notate on what day, at what time, what type of species, and then how it all connects with the Hahamangna. So then we're going to give the report to our supervisor uh, with our petitions about saving at least 30% of the trees that they want to remove for flood control. Oh, are they? you're talking about the trees they want to take out in the yes. right beyond JPL. Yeah, in that 60 sort of acres. Yeah. So imagine in your minds yeah, I, how much... It doesn't make sense because that actually moder- that mediates water flow. It sort of slows down the water yes. flow. Yes. And so, but, yes. Which which is a good thing. Yes. Yeah. And it also catches a lot of the debris, so it doesn't yeah. actually uh, trap uh, anything from reaching the dam, which can yeah. then clog the dam. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so they, you know... It doesn't make sense, actually. Yeah. And it, it, it's But it's they want the sil- to get the silt out of there, right? Uh, or something? They want to remove the amount of sediment that has sediment, built yeah. up. You know, we built dams in Los Angeles. And it caused sediment, yeah. Um, we're talking too much about this. But it is an, an important um, topic. It is connected. It, and by the way, uh, maybe we have another show on this, but our watersheds are also transportation corridors. Oh, yeah. So they're wildlife yeah. corridors, yeah. but we can get around by bicycle. So yeah, totally there's right. a whole uh, movement now with the Arroyo Seco uh, to create improved trails. There's money yeah, out there's there. There's no continuous path. Through the arroyo, really. Yes. I mean, it's like a section of it and another section. And mm-hmm. the upper arroyo, you know, has all these parks, but no no 
you know, sort of direct bike path. I mean, it's kind yes, of and it could be. So then, uh, it's just that's back to the us organizing and speaking, and really working our our social media coverage. Yeah getting the word out and then uh, I envision bike parks. Is that another show we can do? Bike parks. Mm -hmm. So bike parks. So when we have measure A money and yeah. it's going to improve parks, yeah. uh, we have the new G2 parcel mm -hmm. along the Los Angeles River. Oh yeah. And let's think about bike parks. It's a whole new way to get kids and families yeah. riding bicycles off of the streets. Totally. In great. a park setting to yeah, make there's, them there's healthy. No, there's no BMX track. Right? Yeah, exactly. Where's the BMX track? Exactly. I mean, it's so, an Olympic sport. Yes, exactly. You have I to go mean, to San Diego. I mean, it's <laughs> ridiculous. Yeah. So let's. So these voices. It's really time. We have amazing potential. Anyway. It's a lot to talk about. Yes. Goodbye. <laughs> yeah, I gotta go. Actually, right. I gotta go. Whoa. Bye, guys. Thanks. Thanks for listening to this episode of Bike Talk. If you want to hear more, go to kpfk.org, navigate to programs, and choose Bike Talk. On the Bike Talk page, click on the archives link to play or download shows posted in the last four months. Go to biketalk.com and copy or click on the RSS link to subscribe. Our Twitter handle is BikeTalkPFK. On Facebook, we are Bike Talk. You can become friends and join our group.